Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody. This is Howard Fox, and welcome to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Our guest today is Ronan Leonard, the mastermind guy. Ronan is the founder of Accountability. Now, mastermind groups are the ultimate business growth tool. Business leaders looking to make a bigger impact can work closer with a cadre of like-minded peers. And the beauty of the mastermind is it can be local and it can be virtual. You can be anywhere in the world and be a part of a mastermind group. And what better expert to be on the podcast today than my good friend, Ronan Leonard. Ronan, welcome to Success Insight Podcast. Howard, thanks for having the show. Really looking forward to this discussion. It could go uh, one of two ways, I think. It's going to be a fascinating deep dive into exactly what a mastermind is and how that relates to people. Yeah, and I first heard the term mastermind when I read Napoleon Hill's legendary book, Think and Grow Rich. I think he was one of the first to actually coin the term mastermind mastermind. And I have been a part of them. I would, it would be safe to say I've had mixed results. So, you know, you're the mastermind guy. So what's your definition of the mastermind and what are you doing today to help business leaders use this wonderful tool to really help them accomplish their goals? Right. Great intro question, Howard. Obviously, Napoleon Hill defined it as when two or more minds come together, you create this third mind, this super mind or a mastermind as he called it. So there's a million ways to run with that idea, but it it holds true. It's why co-founders do so well, not because there's two of you doing half the work each. It's that you've got the ability to ask different questions and challenge each other. And, oh, what about if we did this? What about we added that? So it's kind of like you're standing on the shoulder of a giant. So you just add a little bit more and you go a little bit deeper than you would just in your own kind of thought bubble. So Mastermind has the ability to connect people from all around the world. And we're in this really interesting time at the moment where with the explosion of the internet and social media the last two decades, we've in one way become more connected than ever before, but we've also become more isolated. So especially now have access to tap into these really smart minds if they use it, because we are drowned and overwhelmed now with the amount of content out there. So 20 years ago, you you would know how to you started your business, it'd be quite difficult to find out how do I do this or how do I start out? How do I incorporate it? All those, all those questions you have, you would have had to sort of physically probably ask somebody. And now it's all there for free on the internet. But what's happened is that we're struggling with the ability to get some context around that. How does that apply to me? I don't quite understand that. So this is where potentially for, for people who are thought leaders, who are really good at what they do, they have the ability to create a mastermind around two different ways to go. One can be an outcome-based and one can just be, look, you're always going to have general business problems. Let's all work together in a group to help you solve them, to give you accountability, to give you the answers to the, the questions you're seeking in this safe, trusted environment. Because trust is a huge thing that's missing these days, right? Would you agree that... We don't know who to trust and we don't know when you get in, so. you're in a Facebook group or you've got a blog post that's written that this is the best way to do it. It's their personal opinion, it's their agenda. How does that apply to you? And, and are, are these people just selling to me? So when you're in this tight-knit mastermind group, you get to really open up and discuss these issues, these problems you have. And as a mastermind leader, you get to 
go deeper on your subject matter expertise. You get to create that community and you get a tribe of people. So Kevin Kelly famously says there are a thousand true fans. If you're running masterminds, you probably only need about a hundred people around the world that you could lead those people in that group and say, I'm the leader, but I don't have it all figured out. I'm, I'm happy to get feedback from you. I'm happy to, to learn from you. So it's this real collaboration. And, and that's the tool that, that can really be a powerful mastermind. I've got a number of questions, and as I'm taking some notes on my pad here, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get back and get to them all. First, I want to acknowledge, you said early on, is the the, the entrepreneur, the solopreneur, you know, and I don't know if you know about my practice and coaching, I'm on my own. And I'm the one that made the decision to go back to school. I'm the one that eventually was laid off from a corporate job, J-O-B. And I decided I'm going to become a coach. I had already gone through training and, and got my coach certification. And I said, okay, I got laid off. This is it. I'm going to do this. And I will have to say, talk about being out in the middle of a boat in the middle of an ocean all by myself. and where do you go? I mean, where do you, where do you go for information? Where do you go for advice? And the one thing that solopreneurs have in common is if we're not careful, we are alone and that can be detrimental to an aspiring business owner. And so I love the idea that the mastermind group can be a a place for the the solopreneur to come and meet with other like-minded business owners, leaders to ask questions to help solve problems. The the other thing I, I thought was really interesting that you said on the, because we are in the information age, I mean, the content out there is just overwhelming. I mean, con- people like to say content is king. Yeah, it is. But context is everything. If it's not, and we are inundated with content we're being sold all continuously every day and that can be overwhelming and we can kind of go i don't know if you you know you folks if you haven't realized ronan's got a little different accent i've got the midwest u.s accent with a cold ronan has the you're from melbourne correct ronan melbourne australia yes so he's got that nice Melbourne, Australia accent, but he, and you know, he's got, if you hadn't realized that Australia is kind of surrounded by water. So they are probably love being out on the boats. So, so being, you know, being that solopreneur, being overwhelmed, it's kind of like being out on a sailboat in the middle of the ocean, not being able to move the boats. You're in irons. And again, this mastermind is just a, a wonderful tool. And so how does, I probably should get off my soapbox at this point and turn it back over to you, Ronan. But what you had said was just really starting to remind me of what it's been like. And so how do you help the solopreneur, the entrepreneur get introduced to the concept of the mastermind and really to show them, demonstrate for them that this can be a vibrant tool that to help you grow your business and to, to answer your questions that you might have and to develop a pretty strong network. How do you do that? 
Yeah, it's, an, it's another great question, you kind of Howard. I can I can tell you're a good coach because it's, it's the quality of your questions. Like interesting enough, our mutual friend who introduced us, Tanya Lacey, labelled it as the not knowing economy. So the first thing is to to have enough self awareness and, and lack of ego to say, look, I don't have it figured all figured out. I don't have all the answers because none of us do. Even the people that we kind of follow as the, the gurus on online, and, and to be honest. I think they reach that tipping point where they go from being really good at what they do to just selling to everybody. And um, you talked about that earlier. Oh yes. And and therefore, you know, everybody's peddling sometimes the, the same information or their seven secrets or, or all those kinds of things. So yes, it can be completely overwhelming. The only really way you can get through that is to to admit that okay, I don't have it all figured out. Let me try and find a group of people who inspire me, support me, get me, challenge me where possible and, and give me that accountability. So accountability is one of those things that you very rarely pay for it on your own. But when you build that into a program, a support group, a network that says, okay, we're going to work through your problems as well as mine. You're going to help me. I'm going to help you. But then also when you turn up the next session, you'll have done the work that you committed to because that's the accountability. That's the thing that's going to move you forward. Just keep moving forward. And, and that's the thing that a lot of solopreneurs struggle with, um, included at times. It's the reason that I've hired coaches. I've joined masterminds because if I just sat there in my own little bubble, I would always bump up against my limited beliefs, my, my, lack of imagination, my inability to see the bigger picture or the next step. So for people that are really ambitious and, and hungry, that's what they should be doing. And to be honest, you can do this for free. If you've got any kind of network and and you said working on your network is so important. So this is this is your symbolic capital. So everybody looks at capital as just money in the bank. But if you are in your industry, if you're in business for any length of time and you say, look, I'm going to be doing this for the next 10, 20 years, it's really important to build up your symbolic capital, which is your relationships, your experience, your trust the the people around you when you build up that strong network they will always support you there's always ways that it would come forward to you in other unexpected surprises and you're building up this robust as it said non-tangible asset but it's something you can always tap into because you've been the person that's helped and supported other people and they'll pay that back the reciprocity law right so there there are two ways that you can really build up the support you need by supporting others and your ability to to see outside of of the, the world that that all you know and all your experience you know I, I have to admit this the idea of with the mastermind it it I was exposed to it I would say about five years ago and I would say I was probably late to the party in fact very late so I am in my 50s you know, another for the full uh, spirit of disclosure, I'm in my 50s. And not having heard of masterminding before, never really appreciating what goes into it and the benefits of having a conversation, one that inspires you, or you get to inspire somebody else that support that accountability, that motivation. And even on this podcast, the, my, this podcast itself is a product of a conversation in a mastermind and it's and now i mean we're by the time we publish this particular episode we're going to be close to 60 episodes and which is phenomenal and we love doing this but that that was the result of 
the mastermind community of how do you get your message out there? How do you help people? And it sounds to me that this idea of the masterminding, it's ripe for anybody, or I should say everybody should be taking care of it. Is it, do you think they they just don't know about it? Or maybe there's this limiting belief that I just don't have the time for it. What do you think? Potentially a little bit of everything. If you look at a mastermind and, and you run your own free one, for example, although free has its connotations, I, I'd encourage, even if you were just running a small one and you just started out, charge people $50 a month so they've got some skin in the game. So I would, I'd, I would really worry about free, but make it sort of cheap and inexpensive so that you can just get your teeth into it and just sort of test your message. Right. But absolutely, this this idea that you don't know what you don't know. So masterminds is just one other tool of finding out, is this right for me? Do I work well in a group environment? Can I be the person that leads other people, inspires other people, is loves helping other people? And if the answer is is yes to any of those things, then the mastermind is one of the best tools to, to do that bar none. Because we've kind of reached this point now where everybody's niching down anyway. So you're not just a marketer anymore. You may be a marketer for Facebook ads, or maybe you specialize just in, in clients that are in the dental industry. There's this more and more opportunity to, to be, like I said, the thousand true fans with Kevin Kelly is to be a leader in a small little space, to be a, to run your own little tight knit community of like-minded people and you don't need to then appeal to everybody and everybody saying, hey, you know, there's millions of entrepreneurs out there. I can be in a mastermind for all of those. But for most people, they're looking to, to niche down. If you're an e-commerce expert and you've got 10 years experience, that's there are some people going into e-commerce. They'd love to know how you did it, what you did it, and why you did it, and all those other things. So you have that ability to... To, to lead to just a small, tight-knit community. And, and that's a great opportunity. And as we said earlier, this is global, Howard, right? E-commerce is e-commerce. So if you say, I'm really good at e-commerce, you have the ability to lead a group from all around the world because the fundamentals are the same of whatever there's a shopping cart, improve your shopping cart experience, and make sure you do the, the fundamentals. Whatever that expertise is, you have the chance to lead other people on a global basis. And that's exciting, right? Oh, it's very exciting. I mean, and that's the beauty of being a, a solo entrepreneur. It's actually the beauty of being a coach is that you can literally do it anywhere, anytime. I'm curious, within your experience, is there an optimal size for the mastermind group? And before you answer that, you've quoted Kevin Kelly a couple of times, the 1,000 true friends. We're not going to have a 1,000 individuals in a mastermind group. I don't know, maybe we will, but is there an optimal size for a group of individuals to come together around a shared interest to, to grow their business, to expand, do all the things they want to do to have the life they want to lead? So what is that size? Yeah, I believe it's, I believe it should be about six to eight people. And the reason being is that everybody loves to be heard. You go to networking events, everybody loves to talk. Oh, I do this, I'm great at that. <laughs> we can't help it. That's just us, myself included. Here I am talking, talking. So when you get six to eight people, it, it means that everyone can be heard in the structure. If you structure this correctly over an hour's session, Everybody gets a chance to say, look, oh, this is my wins, or I struggled with this, or I just need some help on that, or this was the accountability section. I did this in the last two weeks or a week, however the frequency of it is. Any more than that, and it really just becomes an educational one. You can't have 20 people 
all trying to figure and speak and sort of lead in, then it really becomes you're delivering information. And to be honest, like I said, the, the world is kind of full of information. Even when I teach people how to mastermind, I, I run an inverted flipped classroom, which means that they consume the information, but then they come to get the context which means that as a mastermind leader, facilitator, you're not spending that hour delivering information. You're giving people context. So where did you get stuck? I didn't understand that. Come with a question. Okay, you mentioned this. How does that apply to my industry or my particular niche or I'm at this point? So you, as a, as a mastermind leader, you become far more valuable because you're spending that session answering people's questions, giving them deeper insights, using the rest of the group to say, okay, has anyone got any thoughts about this? Have they tried something else before? And truly harnessing that group. So, for example, if you've got those six to eight people I mentioned in the group and they've all got 10 years of business experience, that's 60 to 80 years experience in the group right there. Right, right. So, you're really harnessing that. So, small groups, especially online, are the ideal size. How about the frequency? Is this a weekly exercise, bi-monthly? What's optimal there? Well, there are two types of masterminds. There are outcome-based in a specific time. So at the end of eight weeks, I will teach you how to mastermind. At the end of six months, you will know how to fully optimize your e-commerce store, whatever that is. That's a big promise in an outcome-based one. And then there's others that just are ongoing. Say, okay, well, look, I'm I'm always going to have business questions, conversations that bump up, the accountability. They're just ongoing. So, and, And again, depending on the complexity of your business, potentially just once a month because you want that time to turn that ship around. So if you've had a fairly detailed, in-depth mastermind once a month that might run for, for half a day, you've got these ideas, strategies, tactics that your group kind of help you with and and you discuss, then it's going away and implementing them and coming back a month later to discuss them. So there's no right or wrong one. It's just work out, first of all, the the leader as well. Do they want this ongoing one for the next one, two, three years? Or do they know within themselves they're better off in delivering the same amount of information to people that want that in that time frame and move on to the next group because they've got them to done So it's partly down to the leader, partly down to the circumstances of what kind of group and information needs to be taught. Excellent. So in this discussion, I think it's a perfect segue into the work you're doing for e-accountability because you actually help individuals, groups set up and run their mastermind, correct? Yes. Yeah. One of the things I say is that the, the money is not in the riches are not in the niches. The the riches are being in the one of the leaders of of that niche. Right. I'm saying, okay, look, I've I've got five, 10, 15 years experience in this industry, in this niche, in this idea. There are so many people coming in and want to learn what I what I already know. I have the ability to lead that tight-knit group of community and people and show them the shortcuts, show them my experience, my knowledge, my expertise in a way that they can find practical and useful rather than just sort of dumping information. And the beauty of that is that that leader, that expert, first of all, you become, the second you teach, you become an authority. It's the only way we achieve authority. You can say, look, I've got 20 years experience in this industry. But if you're not teaching in some capacity, if you're not educating people, you're not an authority. So it instantly gives you authority. Same as running a podcast does, gives you authority because you're starting to teach what you know and your ideas and your concepts come out. So that gives you instant, instant authority. 
And and as I said, more and more people are coming into industry. So a fixed mindset says, all these people are my competitors. Why would I teach them what I already know and my expertise? A growth mindset says, these people are coming in anyway. First of all, I can become a, an authority and expert by them paying me to do that. And secondly, you elevate yourself to that next level as, okay, I'm, I'm the person in that, in that niche, in that industry that teaches people, that, that runs these programs, that is, that is the expert. Uh, and the other thing is that these people are, are never going to get your expertise immediately. They're going to have to do the hard yards and the work and the expertise that you did. So to think that just by you teaching what they know, they're instantly going to usurp you really is a, is, is a, is the wrong mindset. And the industry, every industry now is being disrupted massively and changing so quickly. Oh, definitely. By running these types of groups, you keep ahead of the pulse. You understand what the market's sort of talking about. You you stay fresh because you're either delivering more additional content to people with that context and helping them get unstuck. You're learning from them as well. So it becomes this two-way symbiotic relationship. So it, it's a great way to create those little mini communities and position yourself as an expert. I have to say, as you were explaining this, and I'm thinking, okay, if the, the two areas that I know perhaps the most about right right now, today, the podcasting experience, having started with my little lavalier mic hooking into my computer <laughs> and now advancing to some good lighting of a good quality mic, knowing how to edit it and set it up and all the little bells and whistles that have to go along with it, I can actually teach people how to podcast. And the beauty is there's all this information that's out there. Because I have the expertise, I can validate that information of, yes, this makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Here's the reasons why you want to do it. That's one example. The other example I was thinking about is, is LinkedIn. And you and I had a, a conversation a couple of weeks back where I learned a lot and, and a different mindset around using LinkedIn, which, you know, if you look, if you look at all the experts that are out there, Every time I do a workshop on LinkedIn, I'm going to do one on Friday, I have my, my handbook, which I give my attendees. That handbook gets validated, for the sake of a better word, every time I, I do a large workshop because I want to make sure all the information is current. Where do I go? I go out to see what all the experts are saying. So that's this idea of this growth mindset is look at other people who are doing similar work and see what value they're adding. Does it make sense for you? Then you can, you can include that in your own repertoire as well. What are you doing in terms of growing your presence? You've got e-accountability. You also have another business, this return on intellect. I'm curious more about that. And what are you doing now, I mean, are you just continuing to evangelize the growth of masterminds on a global scale, or are there some other goals and objectives for Ronan Leonard out there? Thanks for asking, Howard. Well, two two things really. The the, the ROI return on intellect is is really is the, the signature program. It's this this idea that when we look at all our expertise, our knowledge, our experience, our life lessons, all of those things, and if you sit down and you look at the the industry and the business you're running. And you kind of say to myself, am I getting the best ROI return on intellect? Is that experience having been rewarded? 
And, and if not, then that's the follow-up question is, okay, well, how do I create a bigger impact? How do I become potentially the, the next step up, which is create my own little community, become that authority, get paid for, for what I already know, and I've spent the 15 years myself learning, learning all those things. So that's the, the, the ROI. And that really does tie into your other part of that question was yeah, evangelizing the the, the mastermind concept. We know that 85% of people don't finish a course despite the best intentions. And there's a couple of reasons behind that. First of all, once you've bought a course, it's it's a bit like having a gym membership. The the gym owner doesn't care whether you turn up or not, right? You're paying each month. So that money's kind of gone. When I teach masterminds, I teach people that you create, you get what you tolerate. So you create this environment where People really want to show up. They like the accountability. They like being pushed and tested and all of those things. So that's the difference between a mastermind and a, and a course is that a mastermind, you are working with that, that, that leader, that expert. You're getting to ask the follow-up questions. You're getting to have that context. And you're creating that, that, that mini little community that really support each other. And that's the difference between the two. And that's why I'm so evangelical about masterminds versus just paying for more content. Because for most people, they've done several courses that they haven't finished. They've kind of got excited, paid the money, and then they struggle with actually implementing it, getting it done. So the the value proposition of a mastermind, especially when it's similar to a course, at the end of this, you will know how to do so-and-so, is that not only do you deliver the information, but you deliver the context and you help them each week to get to that done point. Fantastic. Ronan, I'm curious, when you're not building this this business around accountability and the return on intellect programs, what do you what do you do for fun? We were just talking about the this famous horse race that's just up the street from you before the podcast started. So what do you do for fun? I like to hike a bit, like to sort of get away from the screen because I think most of us spend too much screen time. I know I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the majority of my time is spent in front of a laptop. So I like to hike. I haven't so much recently, but one of the things I like to do is play poker and I like red wine, but those two don't combine together. So it's either or. It's either <laughs> poker or red wine. <laughs> yeah, both of them, you're going to spend some money. And, and I'd rather, I think I'd rather spend it on a good bottle of wine myself. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the, the three three kind of things that uh, that I like to do. Fantastic, Ronan. If our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, and perhaps they want to test out or have a run at, at the the mastermind, running their own, starting it, being in one, where's the best place for them to learn that, and how can they go about doing that? So the best place to find me socially on LinkedIn is the, the best one. So I'm Ronan Leonard, the mastermind guy. And then also I do have some free ideas just around how people create their own mastermind. There's a free program on my website, which is eCountability.io. And there's just a few concepts I've set up there around pitching to your ideal customer, some of the thought leadership things I teach, and just some of the ways that you can start to position all your expertise as the person that solves the problems for, for these people to help you create that, that mini community and, and position yourself as that authority. Fantastic. And we will definitely put links to accountability and to your LinkedIn profile on our our show notes. Ronan, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. I think it's probably 
well into the end of it. Is it the end of it or the beginning of it? I always forget. No, I'm in the future. It's, a, it's tomorrow here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tomorrow, what time? It's 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 in the morning. Okay, so you've just literally had your cup of coffee or drinking your cup of coffee right now. Oh, I had another meeting at quarter to six this morning, so I've, I've been up at a, a couple of hours already. A quarter to six. So you were probably working with somebody back here or some other part of the world. Oh, Helsinki, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. So yeah, it's a global, we're globally connected, right? So I, can, I love that. I love that. Yeah, if you could harness that global connection, then then yeah, you know, we've gone from that idea of thinking all my customers live in the same town or city or even the same country for me to to being, hey, you know what? This is a global network. This truly is a global economy. You can tap into that. And I I, I love that idea because with as a coach, I look at it. I'll be doing this for the rest of my life, whether retirement is a is a factor in this or not. I love coaching. I like the work that I do, and the beauty of this, where we are today, is we can do it almost anywhere and with anyone, wherever they're at, or, or wherever we are at. Rona, thank you so much again for taking time out of your day. It's been a pleasure, and I, I am truly enjoying getting to learn more about you and your work and learning some more insights on the world of podcasting. And I, I'm sure you and I are going to have a conversation after that. And for our listeners, they're hopefully going to have a good compelling reason to want to learn more about you and and the work you're doing at accountability so thank you so much love you i would appreciate the opportunity thanks you there you have it folks we've been chatting with ronan leonard the mastermind guy he's the founder of accountability if you have not heard the word mastermind before well now you don't have any excuse i would really encourage you go out to his website and we'll put links to it on our show notes visit his linkedin profile do connect with him on linkedin and learn about masterminding go pick up a book by napoleon hill think and grow rich it is a classic i typically read it at least once a year and it's a reminder of the power of Two or more people coming together, whether it's a common interest, an outcome, but especially in the world of the entrepreneur, you don't have to do this by yourself. And that's key. So do check Ronan's work out. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us here at the Success Insight Podcast. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Take care. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.